0: hello everyone and welcome back to the vulnerability hangover i'm your host nikki and this is enzo our emotional support dog And today's episode is going to be a bonus one so it's not going to be one of the solo episodes where i go into any specific topic but today i'm basically going to go over my entire 2022 with you guys and there's going to be a lot of tea which is why today we are sipping on some trader joe's mango tea i have it in my life is sweet pineapple cup that i got in maui hawaii we're also going to start off this episode with a gratitude or affirmation from my affirmation gratitude deck so i'm going to randomly select one and let's see which affirmation we get Like this is the one. The way I choose to see the world creates the world I see. Whoa, this one is very relevant because that was a realization that I came to this year. I want to give a trigger warning for those who are listening. In this episode, I talk briefly about eating disorders, assault, drug use, and thoughts of suicide. If any of these topics are triggering for you, I suggest waiting until the next episode or going back and listening to previous episodes. I want to make sure this is a safe space for my listeners. Thank you so much. Now back to the bonus episode. Let's get into the episode. I will be completely honest. The beginning of 2022 has felt like kind of a blur for me. I had a really hard time going over notes for this podcast and trying to recall a lot of stuff that happened so there might be some things that I'm leaving out and I'm not necessarily doing it on purpose although there are specific things that I have to leave out for reasons I will get into later on. Like I said I am having a little bit of a hard time remembering a lot of the events so I'm going to try my best to recall each month. This I will say was one of my most transformative years i've ever had in my life both physically and mentally let's get into it we're starting off in january um january i was physically at the heaviest weight i have ever been in my life and for someone who is actively In recovery for having an eating disorder, this was a very difficult time for me. I wasn't on birth control, so I couldn't blame it on that. The only thing that I could really blame was not eating healthy and not doing the right exercises. I didn't have a really solid routine, so I was just continuing to put on a lot of weight. And now that I look back on it, I don't think I looked all that bad, but at the time, I remember constantly complaining to my partner about how heavy I was and how I just felt bloated all the time, and I was just having a lot of body dysmorphia slash confidence issues revolving what I look like in my weight. I was super depressed, and I was honestly unhappy with where I was living. I was 45 minutes away from my family without traffic. I know that seems like it's not a huge distance for a lot of people, but for me, it was very far. I felt very isolated. It was still kind of COVID weirdness going on. And so I was having a hard time meeting people and I felt like I spent a lot of time at home. It was just a very depressing situation. Although I had everything that I really wanted in my life, I was still feeling so depressed and that there was like something that was missing for me. So not only was I super depressed, but I was not happy in the relationship that I was in. I felt a lot of pressure with how long we were dating. I really focused in on wanting to be engaged or married at that point we had been together for a long time we were starting to bicker a lot more and the topic of marriage was just completely off the table I was not only depressed about my looks where I was living but I was also depressed with the state that my relationship was at. I know that everything happens at your own pace but it wasn't going at the pace that I wanted to and I felt like me and my partner were on two completely different pages. Now we're rolling into February. February was a little bit better for me mentally. I got my second breast augmentation, but before that we spent Valentine's Day in Disneyland and then the next day I went into surgery for my breast augmentation. My recovery for my second breast augmentation was extremely painful. I'm not going to lie. I was literally on the hour for when I could take my next painkiller or muscle relaxer. I had ice packs. I went up several cc's with this breast augmentation. So my skin was stretching a lot. I felt very heavy. It was hard to breathe and i was just not having a good time at all with the recovery so we spent a couple days in california while i recovered went to my checkup appointment the next day after surgery my partner at the time took very good care of me but i could tell that He was starting to resent me for having to not only take care of me pretty much the entire time I was going through my two-week recovery process and um, having to run his business and having to do stuff around the house that I normally do. We had two dogs at the time, so it was just a huge burden that he had to carry, and I felt really bad, so it was putting a huge strain on the relationship, but... I got my breast augmentation and I was pretty happy with that. But also my birthday was in February. So we arrived back in the state that we were living the day before my birthday. And I just had kind of a low key birthday. One of my friends drove up and spent the day with us. I couldn't do a lot of stuff because I was still recovering and I would be recovering for the next couple of weeks. So we just hung out at my place, ate some really good food. My friend cooked me dinner and we played Mario Kart and I turned 24. That was a lot of fun. My mental health at the time was a little bit better. I was still perpetually unhappy. In March, I started to make new friends in the area that I was living. I met a lot of new people networking and in the business world. So I was going out to lunch and connecting with new people in the business world and I was really starting to feel like I was pretty happy overall but I was still having issues in my relationship and we were fighting a lot more I noticed I was considering going to therapy I was even trying to convince him to go with me to couples therapy we had tried that in the past but I honestly didn't see any real improvement from it so I wanted to try it again. Little did I know we weren't going to make it. I didn't know that until April, but I'm still in March right now, so I'm not going to rush into April just yet. I was still struggling a little bit to keep my mental health in check, even though I was feeling a lot more confident in myself and being really Happy around other people. I was struggling behind the scenes because every day my partner and I were fighting It felt like and I just felt like I was constantly on the struggle bus with that It was just like a huge mental load for me entirely now rolling into April that was one of my more challenging months it seemed like one thing happened after the other one of the things was my 3 year plus relationship ended he came home from a business trip and decided that it would be best for us to completely break up and he wanted me to move out within 2 weeks this wasn't something that i was shocked about I knew that we were having issues for a long time and like I said, it was a huge mental load for me and I'm sure it was just as much of a mental load for him. I felt like we had really grown apart. I wasn't ready to let go, but it was the best thing for the both of us. Although it was very hard for me, it was something that both of us needed to do in order to progress further in our life and not every relationship is going to stay in your life that's been another huge lesson for me not everyone stays it's unfortunate but some people come into your life for a reason and you don't always know what it is right away but i think i've come to a conclusion of what That relationship meant for me not only did I go through a huge breakup and had to move out within a couple of weeks but my uh, breast implant got infected and I was also put on my first round of antibiotics for that I can't go into a lot of detail about that right now if you know you know but that was very challenging for me because I was having to move from one state to the other move my dog move my cat, all my stuff, and basically completely leave a life that I thought I would have forever. That leads us into the next month, which is May. In May, I moved into a hotel with my dog and my cat for two and a half weeks because I wasn't able to move into my apartment right away. Unfortunately, at the time, there was not a lot of apartments available for my roommate and I, And a lot of places were a lot more expensive. The rent right now is insane. And honestly, I just wanted to live in a place that was close to my family and close to her family as well. And in a comfortable situation. So it took a little bit for us to move into our apartment. But eventually we did. And I was still struggling with my infection. And it was taking a huge toll on my mental health. Not even counting the fact that I had just gotten broken up with. There was a lot of stuff that I was dealing with mentally at the time. But I continued to watch my mental health decline. And with that, I relapsed with my eating disorder. I started having difficulty eating. I had difficulty sleeping again, especially because I wasn't eating and I was now sleeping pretty much by myself besides having Enzo here of course, but I was really having a hard time and that was one of my lowest points. As I mentioned, I was having a hard time with my uh, breast implant infection. I ended up going on two rounds of antibiotics and it wasn't working, which leads me into the next month, June. So June 1st, I was sent from one plastic surgeon referral to the ER because I was showing signs of sepsis. My breast implant was full-blown infected, and I had to get it removed or else it was going to take my life. So I was sent in for emergency surgery on June 1st. It was a little bit awkward because I had just met the surgeon and one of the surgeons that was in my surgery or whatever was uh, actually one of my ex-boyfriend's sisters. So that was a little bit awkward and made me feel very vulnerable, but it saved my life. So I can't really feel too bad about it. Now I can't, like I said, go into too much detail regarding my breast implant infection, but I will eventually talk about it i it's just not the right time there's a lot that is going on right now that i can't speak about that entire month of june i really started spiraling mentally i was very insecure with how i looked was extremely depressed i was upset with how my scars looked after my breast implants were removed i had a drain put in it was not fun I was starting to lose a ton of weight. I looked very, very sick. And I was struggling a lot with suicidal ideation. It was a very hard time in my life. Not only that, but to pour even more salt in my wound, I had found out that someone I had recently become friends with in the business community had been talking badly about me to my ex-partner and talked badly about our relationship to anyone that would listen quite honestly not only was i losing a long relationship i was losing relationships that i had in that community that i was really excited about and really excited about building together with these people i found all that stuff out i really felt alone but of course i have other friends outside of that community, but when it rains, it pours. I was just struggling a lot with myself mentally, physically, and friendship-wise. I felt like I couldn't trust a lot of people, but with that experience, I did find other friendships as well, and they were going through very similar situations, and I found a bond with this other person, which was the silver lining within it all. Also, In the month of June, I found myself dabbling more in plant-based medicine. I was doing a lot of research about microdosing. I was doing a lot of research about medicinal marijuana because I didn't want to be put back on antidepressants. I had been on antidepressants in the past, and it's not like some of them didn't work, but I wanted to try something a little bit more natural, so one night, my roommate and I decided that we were going to eat some edibles. I haven't had the best relationship with weed just because I feel like every time I smoke, I either have a full-blown panic attack. I am very sensitive when it comes to medication, drugs, alcohol, anything like that. It's It hits me like a ton of bricks. So with this experience, I had a full-blown ego death it was absolutely insane anyways we took this edible and i started to feel it when we were watching tv and i started to feel that kind of panicking sensation and so i knew that i needed to be by myself because if i didn't do that i was gonna have a full-blown panic attack So I laid in my bed with my dog and cuddled him for a little bit because he always makes me feel better, of course, because he's our emotional support dog. And I decided to put on a guided meditation. This guided meditation was a inner child healing one, I believe. I just randomly selected whichever one was on YouTube. And I really focused on my breathing Oh, I do want to add that I wasn't very smart and also took one of my muscle relaxers (laughs) at the same time that I took an edible, so I don't know if maybe that made it worse. So, I went into this meditation, and I'm going to have another episode about this entire concept, but when I was in the meditation, I literally felt like I was levitating out of my body. So... I basically astral projected out of my body. It was really healing in a way because I was able to look at myself and look at my inner child and all the things that I went through within the beginning of the year and up until that point and evaluate my pain points and what I needed to do and one of the things that came up in this meditation was I kept hearing this like robotic alien type voice saying you need to let go let go let go and I didn't realize it but at the time I was really holding on to this idea that my ex and I are gonna get back together And my life is just going to go back to normal. We're going to be happy. I'm going to be happy. My life's going to get back on track. Blah, blah, blah. But in that meditation, I just continued to hear this voice in my head. And seeing these visions of me physically letting go of everything. Like, I was in this flower field. And anyways, I'm going to save this story for... Another one of my episodes because it's pretty long, but it was just a crazy edible experience. July, I started really focusing in on personal development. So I started doing a lot of daily meditations. I started journaling daily. I would write down gratitudes every day. I was listening to a lot of audiobooks. One of My favorite audiobooks that I listened to was The Four Agreements. I know that's a really popular one. And the author has a lot of other amazing books, which I'm going to talk about in other episodes. But those series of audiobooks really helped me cope with how I was feeling mentally. And it kind of led me down my spiritual journey, which I haven't tapped into for very many years. And I really felt like I was starting to come into alignment with who I wanted to be. So not only was I doing all that kind of stuff, I started seeing healthy results with how I looked physically. I pretty much had a whole glow up within that month. I was feeling good, I was looking good. I was also investing a lot of my time in my business and building business connections. It was just a really good month. The only thing that I was really struggling with was I was going back and forth with my ex and I was still kind of holding on to those feelings and going back and forth with him about the relationship that was very hard for me now going into August August was one of the more harder months for me I was drugged at a house party with Molly not a crazy heavy dose but when it's unconsensual like that, I feel like you don't end up having that good of a time. I've taken Molly before. I don't take it very frequently. And I've never had a bad reaction on Molly. But I think because I didn't consent to doing it, I felt very drained emotionally. And I became very anxious and depressed within the next couple of weeks. I started going back into bad habits of not eating. I started losing weight again. I was sleeping a lot more. I was sleeping to cope with my depression and anxiety and I really fell out of my habits of journaling and meditating which really sucked and it was hard because that was the only thing that was really helping me with my mental health at the time and it depletes your brain of serotonin and dopamine and all that stuff so for the couple weeks after that I was like very depressed and was seriously considering checking myself in because I didn't know if I could get out of it happy to say I was able to but it was very hard. Also, in that time, I completely cut off my ex, which was very hard, but it was definitely something that I needed to do to move forward. In that month, I really felt like I was completely shedding my old life, and it was extremely painful, but as I look back now, that month was something that I needed to reset, and start over with my new life september my mental health got a lot better i was able to get back on track with my meditating and my journaling i started also going back to doing yoga twice a week before my relationship that was also pre-covid i was going to the gym a lot and I was going to yoga classes a lot as well so I was able to fall back in love with my yoga practice and to my surprise my body has amazing muscle memory and I was able to do a lot of the poses and advanced poses with that that really helped me with my mental health and I started going to the gym a lot more lifting weights a lot more. I hadn't really been back on the gym grind since really before my breast augmentation, so it felt really good to get back into the gym and really focus back on myself. I kind of dabbled a little bit with online dating in this period of time, but I wasn't really going out on dates too much until the end of September. I went out with a couple people I wasn't really interested in them at all and I decided I'm just gonna focus on myself and I'm going to delete these dating apps and I just move forward moving into October so I ended up getting my breast augmentation in October but before my breast augmentation I went and saw a psychic down in California And it was really eye-opening for me because although my mental health was a lot better and I was implementing a lot of new tools and new practices, I felt like I was still stuck. I may go into that further with another episode, but basically it just helped me realize I need to focus all that attention on myself and continue to do what I'm doing because what I'm doing is the right thing for me. I've spent a lot of my life focusing on other people and how to make other people happy or how to fix other people when really I need to be focusing all that attention on myself. I'm not going to say I'm the best at it, but I've definitely gotten a lot better at creating boundaries and really focusing on my practices and investing into myself as i mentioned i was in california when i saw this psychic i also was there to get the reinsertion of my breast implants cannot mention the details of that at this moment but i did get them reinserted and the recovery was not fun i will say that now we're in november it's five 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 p.m As I'm recording this. Crazy. This was the month that I decided to really take this podcast seriously. I have wanted to do this podcast for several years now. And I knew that it was just the right time to come out and start talking a lot more about my life and my experiences. I launched my podcast on November 23rd. Had a little bit of technical difficulties, but it was all good. Also in November, I started talking to someone that was from my past, and we decided to get into a relationship. Unfortunately, it was a bit rushed, and we both decided that it would be best for both of us to not be in a relationship. We both were going through transformative times in our life and didn't have a lot of space for the relationship, so was in a relationship, was out of a relationship, and started having implant complications within that month. So that month was a little bit of a roller coaster for me. I also lost a friendship because I realized that it was no longer benefiting me and my well-being. Luckily now I with everything that I've gone through this past year, I've really been able to recognize when something is no longer serving me anymore, honoring it and letting it go and not making a big deal about it. So I was really proud of myself because I was able to let that person know how I felt, appreciate them for being in my life, but letting them know know that I needed to move on and wish them the best. I still wish them the best. It just wasn't a beneficial friendship for me in the end. So now we are finally at the end this present month. December was another pretty transformative month for me, mostly because I dove even deeper with everything that I've gained this past year year and I've been able to really reflect. So I kept my head down. I've really focused on my business. I focused on the friendships that I really care about and the other people that I have in my life. I sold my car and I ordered a new car that I will be receiving hopefully pretty soon. I just wanted to completely shed everything from what feels like my past life but really is a lot of strings from my past relationship and the car that I was driving was one that I was really proud of myself for getting but it didn't feel as authentic to me as it did when I first bought it when things are no longer in alignment with you it's best to just let it go So I sold my Porsche and now I am waiting for my new car. I'm really excited about that. I've also started creating a better routine for myself. I've started journaling again. I've started meditating. I've been focusing on my business and getting organized for the new year. One thing I really love about the end of the year and the holiday season, it kind of slows down in the business world because a lot of us are focused on One, relaxing, resetting, prepping for the new year. And that's exactly what I'm doing right now. I am extremely excited for 2023. I really have a good feeling about 2023. When I reflect back on this year, 2022, I feel nothing but gratitude for every experience that I went through, no matter how hard or easy it was. I made a lot of memories that I will hold Onto to for the rest of my life. I have a ton of goals for 2023. My biggest goal for 2023 is to be genuinely happy and feel in alignment with every single thing that I'm doing. I'm going to go into 2023 with intention, integrity, and intuition. The three eyes. <laughs> but another one of my goals is I want to be surrounded by incredible people and i feel like i'm really in alignment right now with the people that i have in my life and although there are some people who are no longer in my life i'm still grateful for them and the experiences that come along with them i hope you guys enjoyed this episode next friday i will be back to the regular scheduled program and i will be having another solo episode Be sure to follow all the Vulnerability Hangover social media pages so you can keep up to date with what the next episode is going to be about and to learn more about vulnerability. Like I mentioned before, I want this podcast to feel like a safe space. I feel like it's a safe space for me. I'm getting more and more comfortable as I record these videos and I really look forward to coming out with these episodes for you guys as well so thank you so much for tuning in and i want to hear from you guys how did 2022 treat you and what are your 2023 goals if you're willing to share them be sure to like rate review subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and i will catch you in the next episode k love you bye